0: Welcome to another episode of Training Them Wisely.
1: Today, I am here with my good friend, Rebecca. So, Rebecca, tell us about your family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got some munchkins here today, so no telling what that's going to be like. Um, my name's Rebecca, my husband is Gideon. We've been married for um, five years now, and we have two children um, that are here on Earth with us. We have James. Can you tell them how old you are, James? Um, Three. Three, and then we have come here, Priscilla. Come here. I want you to say hi to everybody. Can you wave and say hi? Can you say hi? Priscilla <laughs> is going to be two later this month. Hey! Hi! <laughs> hi! So you are in
0: the middle of raising little people, and tell me about that because I know that you love God very much and you really are very intentional with teaching (laughs) you're very intentional about teaching your kids about God so what are some different ways that people with little people like this can make sure that they are teaching their kids about God because so many times I feel like we feel like we need to wait until our children are older but that's not the view that you've taken, and you've made sure that you're spending time with them now. So, Yeah,
1: so um, Gideon and just I to get up? have jokingly um, set at different Ew. points that we feel like sometimes for this age, people can unintentionally
0: mm-hmm. view
1: um, their littles as um, right there. Yeah. Uh, glorified pets. And you almost kind of hate to say that, <laughs> but they just, they really... Um, I think we underestimate, as a society in general, mm-hmm. how smart our children are and what they're mm-hmm. capable of learning and what they're capable of understanding. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily the best at communicating mm-hmm. yet. Yes. They don't have those communication skills, mm-hmm. but they're still. Up to they're mm-hmm. little sponges, and they're constantly, it's that monkey see, monkey do. And so, um, from high school, college age on, I always just knew that whenever I got married and the lord bless me with children um it was going to be very important Egg. for me for them to pattern it, that that Paul principle of follow me as yes. i follow christ Egg. and so Egg. um read read as <laughs> so one of the biggest ways that we wanted to do this is gideon and i both love to read and um we wanted to be sure that we passed Mommy. on a love of reading to mm-hmm. our kids because if they had a love of reading that would kind of cover a lot of mm-hmm. gaps yeah. because eek, eek, you can't mommy. teach everything right. because we no, no one person can know everything yes um eek. and they were gonna have to yeah, read is this about farm animals and so um just viewing them as eek. basically as tiny adults eek. is kind of how the approach that we've taken eek. they don't understand everything eek. that they're new to the scene so mm-hmm. they don't Talk your, about the word no. um, We're just going to talk about other things right now. We're going to talk about how Mommy yeah. and Daddy are teaching you about the yeah. Bible.
0: So you know what I think was cool about what your mom said? Yeah. Something about imitating, because that's something that we're supposed to do. So they're trying to live lives that you guys can imitate, and that means that you can kind of copy things about them. And that's, I think, very important. That's what Paul talks about. That's really the key to discipleship is that you are living a life that somebody can imitate and that you're living life with them, which you're obviously doing with your kids and making sure that you're intentional. So one of the things that I've been really impressed with you for, Rebecca, is I've watched in your day-to-day life as you're talking to your kids and you just bring God in to your conversations really naturally throughout the day. So you're constantly talking to them about God, talking to them about truths from the Bible. Why don't we look at it right now? So what are some ways that you make sure that you are able to talk about God in your everyday
1: life with them? Yeah, so um stop duck mommy, mommy. My mommy, mom was always mom. really good. Okay, shh Mommy, mommy. Yes, can you talk to me? What sound does the goat make? Duck. good job, what sound does the duck make? So my um, mom, whenever we would be like driving down the road or we would hear a siren, she'd be like, Oh, let's stop and pray that God would help. Mm -hmm. whoever's in trouble and the emergency services personnel would be able to help them and was just always really good to weave it. And so I had that example from my mom that, um, and I just watched how it influenced me and my siblings. And so we do that. That's one of the things we do now with the kids. Um, I had a professor in college that talked a lot about um, some of the better books for a variety of subjects are not written from a biblical worldview And so she was wanting to do everything she could to help her students learn how to take secular materials and apply the biblical worldview to. So for example, if we had like, when we are reading any kind of books with the kids, um, because books are really important around here. um, Whenever we're reading any kind of books with the children, it tends to be... we we frame it through our Christian worldview. So if it's the wild animals, it's like, oh, look, God made the penguins to have black and white, but God made the elephants gray. And so it's just, we're constantly weaving in the importance of the tenets of our faith throughout. Throughout your conversations. Literally everything. Yeah.
0: And I mean, you can easily do that whenever you're talking about colors. You can talk about how God made all of those colors for us to
1: be able to see how God made all of the animals. Um, God made Barbus, the Barbus. the people that learned how to design tractors, and James is very. My husband is an engineer, and he's very much an engineer, um, and so he very is very interested in the way that things work. Mm-hmm. And my kids are both very interested. In just a minute, please. They're very interested in the way that things work, and so to explain yes. to them that God gave us minds yes. to think, and um, no. God made nature. No. God and Just pretty much, you can turn anything. Um, I had a mentor one time, they said, you can take anything and get to the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so that's just kind of the philosophy that I've tried to adopt. And
0: I agree with that so much, even as I'm out talking to people so many times whenever they ask me a question about the Bible, I'm able to turn that around into a gospel conversation so there's so many ways with any conversation and anything that you're asked about the bible that you can turn it to the gospel yeah and in everyday life
1: such a huge responsibility mm-hmm. Gideon was just telling me a couple weeks ago he we had heard a message at church and he was like Rebecca understanding you're my primary disciple like out of everyone you're the one that I really need to be discipled. And I yeah. was like, yes and that was just it's so encouraging in the way that you can feed off and various things and husbands have such like, I don't want to trade places. with no, them they, have, I don't either. they have so much responsibility. They do. Um, and I don't think as wives, we understand that that, I mean, it's a blessed burden, but it's definitely a burden that God has given them. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want their spot. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. I like being the mom.
0: <laughs> um, so you do have little kids, but how about, um, what do you enjoy doing with your time? favorite pastimes, hobbies, things that you
1: so, still do? I, um, and what you do with your little ones too. I work from home and I'm a tax accountant so it's busy mm-hmm. around here a lot. Um, we live right now on about three acres of woods and so we <laughs> really enjoy gathering up all the sticks and having bonfires on the weekends and um, I really enjoy reading. I mean, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> um, reading is a thing. Um, I really just enjoy spending time with family, with friends, being able to pour into them. that's just very fulfilling for yeah. me. Um, but I also enjoy, I haven't done it in forever cause I'm so busy, but cross stitching has been something that I enjoy and, um, just time outside, not necessarily intense time outside. <laughs> I'm not your avid outdoorsman, but I do enjoy being outside and just enjoying nature.
0: I love being outside. Hiking is my favorite thing to do. I love to hike and I love to be outside. It's just I don't know, I feel at peace whenever I'm outside. I just it just love it, it being takes outside. away all the distractions. It really does. I love it. So, is there anything that you've had on your heart recently that you would like to
1: share about discipleship for little people? Um, I think it's just the Lord has put so much on my heart, um, how much we underestimate what they're capable of Mm -hmm. and how simple it can be. Like it does not have to be this complicated thing. Um, and God has just been showing me ways that it looks different now in this season of my own Mm -hmm. quiet time than it did when I was in college and I could just take, you know, those One to three hour uninterrupted sessions where you've got like your perfect Instagram, you know, like your perfect Instagram set up, and you're like, and you can just really soak Mm -hmm. in the word. And it's just, it's that's that was a season of life, yes. And the season I'm in now, I have shadows, is what I call Mm -hmm. them. Like everywhere I go, I and I tell people, I'm like, I have my two little shadows, but when I think of that as more than just an analogy. My kids really are my shadows. What they see me doing... If if I don't like something I'm seeing in in my shadows, Mm -hmm. I'm realizing, okay, well, maybe I need to check the actions that I'm taking that's causing this shadow effect. And so... I love um, that. My kids just really um, needed... I wanted them to start getting a quiet time.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And I needed just some standard... Like, but they're with me all the time. Yes. So I was like, how am I going to have quiet time and... For me, early mornings and I are just not like. We're some opposite people. schedules. Yeah, we are. <laughs> R- Renee's got the morning shift, I've got the night shift, but um, I wanted to really have more towards the beginning of my day a quiet time. And so um, I just was praying. I was like, Lord, you have got to show me how to do this. Mm-hmm. And um, I got two bean bags from Amazon. And I take them into the kids' room, and I plop them down, and I say, all right, it's quiet time, it's Jesus story time, we're going to talk to God now. And I sit the beanbags down, right? And I just move right out. Yep, and, and, and you just sit right down. And then I'm able to have my quiet time, and they know, and I turn on our instrumental um, worship music, and they sit down much like this, and they get their stack of little Jesus books and Bible stories and various things. And... Um, it allows me it's not we're not not up to an hour at a time but for about 30 minutes um, you're able to spend time and it didn't happen overnight like it took Mm -hmm. a couple weeks yeah but they realize now if they hear that music start and mommy's getting out the bean bags it's time to have a quiet time and um, it just it touches your heart in a special way as a mom Mm -hmm. when you can see them start developing their own relationship with the lord and
0: uh, mommy Hey,
1: mommy. hi honey as hey. much as you yeah, have a pine tree parable as much as i want mommy. to yes look all the seasons as much as um well then there's the mom brain guys um <laughs> you know it is present oh, mommy, um, mommy, yes not right now remember we're talking on this very nice podcast you want to wave and say hi to everybody hi can you tell them you're gonna show them what one of your favorite jesus books is mm-hmm. can you get the god made us you're gonna show them so that's a really good idea of a way to be able to spend time with God. Oh, there you go. Good job, good James. job, James. <laughs> All right, bring it over here. You, can, you want to read it to Sissy? And even now, I'm starting to watch like he'll read books to her, or he'll do. And um, James was born. Mommy. You know, this is related but slightly a different turn. But James was born early, um, and he was he had to spend a couple weeks in the NICU. That might the drum might be loud on the microphone, sweet Let, boy. Let's let's not do the drum, okay? We'll we'll make a joyful noise later, okay? <laughs> or you can go in your room and make a joyful noise. Yeah. Um. So he was born um, about six weeks early mm-hmm. and had to spend um, a couple weeks in the NICU, and it was primarily due to a health situation that I had, and so I was wrestling with a lot of guilt that I had kind of just. Forced this hardship upon, even though I had no control. Yes. Yeah, um, it just, you as moms, that's what you do. Yes, yeah. yes. And um, I remember watching him just so pitiful in the NICU, and I was just like, I, w- I was crying out to the Lord, and I was like, I don't understand why. I don't understand why he has to experience this. And you know, and then when I was discharged and came home, and I had to leave him there. That's a whole nother.
0: That's so hard. I had to do that with Kaylin. It was Daddy. awful.
1: Daddy. No one prepares you for leaving. No. a Tiny child. Um, and yeah, kitty. And I was like, Lord, I don't understand this, James. No, sir. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand. And like, I was supposed to do all these things. And God just very clearly told me. Rebecca, you don't understand. Yes, you and James have a story together, but I have a relationship with you, and I'm working out things in your life, but I also have a relationship with James, and I have things that I need him to do that, um, can you please, that I need him to do, and this is part of his story, and how he's going to have a testimony and serve me. And so that was kind of when God just made it very clear to me, I'm a primary influence, for my kids but ultimately at the end of the day the lord has his own relationship with them too yes and so i want to be very careful to help them nurture that relationship with him not just my faith yes but help them understand that it's their faith
0: as yeah. well so whenever you have your quiet time with them in the morning are you able to have a quiet time at at night ever or anything like that or is that pretty much when you're able to have a quiet time right now with your
1: little ones so most of my quiet time happens um, where they're seeing me do it which I don't mind because mm-hmm. if they never see me doing my devotions then, then they don't like, know you do them then they don't know that I do them yes and they're so young that mm-hmm. at this age I feel like that really matters it does um, we pray together we um, at night the kids we, we pray together we talk about our day we thank the Lord for the various components um, <clears throat> and then, do you want to sit with Mommy? I okay, but come here. And, um, <laughs> then we say a, a Bible verse at night before they go to bed. Um, <coughs> but, yes, you can sit my lap and brother will sit beside me. And then, um, oh, can you read this to I'm also right now uh, no! teaching with you <laughs> um, a Bible study through <laughs> Hebrews. Yes. And so, that one is a little more intensive mm-hmm. that I can't do as easily,
0: Yes. with interruptions
1: from the kids yes and so when gideon's home he'll usually take him and then i'll take another 15 to 30 minutes by myself where you're able to where i can just that? really dive in a lot because sometimes you've just got to have the uninterrupted to dive yes. and follow mm-hmm. the pull, pull the thread and, and follow all that yes. bunny trail
0: all the way through it's nice to be able to have both that's how i do mine is i have my quiet time in the morning by myself But then as the kids get up, I continue to have a quiet time that's not nearly as quiet. But yeah, I do both
1: ways.
0: So I'll just ask the question again about my book. Sorry, I'm going to. Mm -hmm. Okay, so since you love books, I have recently written Training Them Wisely, Discipling Kids. And just tell me some of your favorite parts or things that you think can encourage others in this stage of life as they're discipling their kids
1: yeah so one of the things that i really appreciate the most about renee's book is you find a lot of books for discipleship or parenting or devotional time Mm -hmm. or teaching and they they tend to be one of two things that i found they tend to be very um program based so they have a set Mm -hmm. schedule they have this very um sometimes it's more suggestions but like it's a program Mm -hmm. so if you don't do their suggestions then you're not really going to get the benefit of what they're saying so it just tends to be very more rigid or structured which is fine Mm -hmm. i love like i need sometimes a lot of times (laughs) just tell me what to do and i'll do it and then you have books that tend to be very philosophical or theoretical not Mm -hmm. just and theories are good you apply them a lot but It's just, it tends to be more, here's the principles, here's the theories. Yeah. And then it doesn't have the, but here's how you practically apply that. And so for me, it's very important to, sometimes with the programs, you don't really understand or grasp the -hmm. principles. Yeah. And so you do the action, but you don't have the heart. Yes. And so congratulations, that creates, and I tend to be a very blunt person, so... (laughs) should warn everybody in advance, but, like, that tends to create a, a Pharisee mindset mm-hmm. with, especially with discipleship with your kids of, great, you've, um, and, you know, um, his name just left me, but it's the Shepherding Your Child's Heart book that everybody just really loves, and his name's totally left me, but he talks a lot about um, if, you, if you teach them the behaviors, mm-hmm. but there's no heart change, then you've actually done them a disturb, disservice. And then on the other hand, if you're just teaching them constantly, but they're never applying it to their lives, Mm -hmm. they have a head knowledge, but there's, there's just, so you've got to capture both. And so what I love about your book is that you do such a good job of here's the theories, here's the heart, here's Mm -hmm. the passion for the word of God, and here's how you apply it. And it doesn't have to be PhD level. It doesn't have to be... Mm -hmm so dumbed down that it's taken the truth of our faith out of it. But here's how you just practically apply it. Here's how you can talk about creation with your kids. Here's how you can talk about Christmas and all of the events leading up to it. And you give examples from your own life. You give examples from the other women that you have interacted with. And so it's just, it's that, I think, perfect mesh of theories and application together together. So that you can actually change. And it's got that motivational factor to it. I'm mm-hmm. just like, I can do this. Yes.
0: Yeah, and that's and looking at the motive behind it and making sure that our motives are always love, I think is just really important yes. as well. And so, yeah.
1: Because um, we do need to have that discipline to mm-hmm. have our quiet times. We do. And, and, it, we and do. there's the discipline factor to it. Mm-hmm. But it's not coming from a place of, you have to do your quiet time. Obligation, right? It's, it's loving. I love yes, my Savior, mm-hmm. I love Jesus yes. so much, and I need to spend time with Him. Yes, my children. Like if we're mm-hmm. all having attitude problems, I'm like, okay. And like sometimes, even if we've already had our quiet time, if things are getting a little bit crazy, it's like, you know what? Yes. um to the bean bags, mm-hmm. and we're just going to take five minutes, and we're going to pray and ask Jesus to help mm-hmm. us readjust our expectations and the way that we're thinking about this day yes and it just it makes such a huge because it's a relationship it is it's all about relationships with god and relationships yeah. with each other i do
0: something similar we call our discipleship time family circle time that's just the name that we've given I love it That so much. <laughs> and so whenever things are going downhill or people are starting to be snippy with each other i'm like okay let's do a mini family circle time and just to focus on loving God and on loving each other in our relationships yeah. so that we can just reset the day. Yeah. Because sometimes we need to reset. We're human. We're going to sin. We're going to have issues throughout the day. And sometimes you just need And they need, need to that. see
1: a pattern from us. They, they do. Like mm-hmm. if, if I find myself starting to get like... Okay, if I'm trying to teach them emotional regulation, like me as the adult, I should probably... Have that as well. Demonstrate that for them. <laughs> okay, so as you can see, Rebecca
0: loves books she has books everywhere what are some books that you would recommend for kids this age that people that you read to your kids that they enjoy i know you did
1: the god made us one yeah so the god made us there's several from i've I've got tons in different rooms but um my mom had this series growing up it was from liz curtis higgs you all probably are familiar with her but she did a little um series on the the seasons and it had just had parables in them of the different seasonal things um, I've got several little, like, tiny theologians mm-hmm. books where That's it's broken down. They're so adorable. Um, I've got one called Jesus Saves. I love um, going to conferences sometimes where they have, like, vendor halls set up. Yes, me too. Because then you can peruse mm-hmm. and go through all yes. of the different resources. And um, I'm I'm kind of picky when it comes to... Yes. Um Wanting to make sure that things are doctrinally, mm-hmm. doctrinally, and, and picture sound, and and, and the, you know? that that just that biblical accuracy. Mm-hmm. Yes, because for me, it's not um, denomination based; mm-hmm. it's it's biblical, biblical. Mm-hmm. doctrinal truth. Yes, and um, I've taken some stands in a lot of different. I've been in a lot of denominational circles, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes I've made any one of them upset because <laughs> of a position that I've taken based on what I believe the Bible to say. And um, I have evidence mm-hmm. that supports things. And so um, I feel very strongly about um, children and their role in church and yeah. um, just the, the influence that I'm their primary influence. It's not the pastor's responsibility. No. It's not the Sunday school no, church there's church responsibility. No, they're a partner with us. But if you look at
0: the Bible, yeah. the Bible says that it is the parents that are supposed to be talking to their kids Constantly, It's the parents that are supposed to be training their kids up. And that's why whenever I wrote the book, Training Them Wisely, I used that word training because that is our job as parents. And in America, we're so likely to send them off to Sunday school and think that's good enough or to church. At least I have them in church, but it has to continue past then. They have to see it from you.
1: And then the beautiful thing is is the church, the family of God, Mm Gets to come and support, support as a you. family. Yes. It's like, and I think of them like extended family. Mm-hmm. It's not my mom's job to raise my kids, mm-hmm. but it is her responsibility to continue influencing them in a yes. positive way. It is the church's responsibility mm-hmm. to shepherd my kids and to Very make sure much. that they're following biblical print. Like, and so it's it's important those influences, especially are. at this age. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Um, I just i I pick my books very carefully one resource it's here behind me that i really like um it's the bible and stories um i actually sold books door to door in college to pay my way through and um these books are really special to me because my dad had done it as well and he had been in over 8,000 homes and just seen a lot of things from Mm -hmm. parents and so um this is a resource that just i love with my kids it's it's illustrated um be my little blurb for these but um they're illustrated they're short they're quick that you can do with your family five to ten minutes you don't need a seminary degree Mm -hmm. and so no matter moms or dads no matter what their training is they can sit down Mm -hmm. and they can have and cultivate that just from scratch yes and they don't have to know everything and so this is a resource that i love because you can adapt it to any age Mm -hmm. or yeah or maturity level in the christian faith because it's important that we have biblical accuracy. Yes. And so this is just one resource that I really love. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're right. You don't need a seminary degree. You just need mm -mm. to be
0: growing. And there's so many moms that I've talked to that aren't in the Bible themselves or they haven't been. They don't feel like they know a lot. But then God knows that and you can start today. You know, Mm -hmm. you can start today reading the Bible and learning about it and teaching your kids about it. And it's one of those things. God gives grace For what we haven't known and what we are learning from. Because the
1: Bible isn't just a book. Mm -mm, It's not living and active. All of these things, they're just a book. Yes. They tell a story. They're done. That's it. It's a book. Mm -hmm. The Bible is his living word. And so when we pick it up, there's that relational aspect to it. That the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. is going to... Provide us the revelation as we're reading and yes. apply it to our lives. And show you what you need to teach your just kids letting. throughout it. Yes. And sometimes, you know, there have been days where, um, I am so busy that, mm-hmm. um, and I have, I have mom friends that they are reading that verse a day, you know, it's yes. through on the Bible app. And is that really going to cut it for everything that we need to get through? It can be out of context. and mm, yeah, No, it like there's, 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 there's stumbling blocks mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. But if all you can read is three verses... And then you meditate on it all day long, Mm -hmm. and you are applying it to your life. Yeah. That is worth more than reading three chapters and doing nothing with it.
0: Yeah. And if you're interested in, um, I actually am putting out a new podcast, Walking Through Paul's Letters, and I read the chapter, one chapter each day from Paul's Letters, and then how I'm applying it to my life personally. So for busy moms, if you don't have time to sit down, you can listen Mm -hmm. to the Bible and some and the audio Bible. That we've made. The and audio driving, Bible. When you're mm-hmm. driving
1: in the car, like you can turn on the audio yes. Bible that your kids are listening to with you. Yeah. Um. Because for me, I mean, my faith is not just about me. Mm-hmm. If if any of our faith was it's just not supposed about us, to be. we're
0: supposed to encourage others with it.
1: Yes. We we need to be being poured into, mm-hmm. and we need to be pouring out to others. Yes. And so, um, a lot of things for kids, it's caught, not taught. And so, if there's if they're hearing mom. If the music that I'm listening to, hi. If the music that I'm listening to is Christian worship music, hymns. Yes. yes. If it's sermons that I'm listening to, and like we go to church because our kids need to see that that's a priority that we spend yes. time together as a family, being that example, worshiping the Lord. Yeah. And um, so I just I think it's so important that for quiet times for. For anything that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Cleaning dishes. We take care of our house because... I made a, a big God mess. wants us. You made a big mess? Because God wants us to steward... <laughs> Just as we're talking about cleaning, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Do you help clean up messes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you my big helper? <laughs> are you my sunshine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is Sissy? This? Sissy's this my... Sugar pie honey bunch. We don't see that day. Yep. My sugar pie honey bunch. Little misty-doo-dah-day. <laughs> and... So there's just, you know, they're capable of a lot. They can help clean up the messes that they make. Mom doesn't just have to clean it up for them. Yeah. Um, Because God teaches us that we need to take care of the things that he entrusts us with. There's
0: an example right there of how she's always including God in her conversations with her kids. So a couple more questions for you. Um, Hardest challenge that you've had to overcome?
1: Um... So okay we're just gonna try not to get super emotional with this (laughs) um but um i'm the oldest of six kids and i got to experience a lot of amazing things with that and i was the little mama um although i hear some of them talk they um yeah i need you to leave miss miss renee's tripod thank you um they you know i want to be just like them But um, I just kind of assumed that pregnancy and all of the things would be very normal, natural, easy, Easy. no complications. I mean, I watched my mom have complications, but, you know, that wasn't going to happen to me. um, I was very surprised when my pregnancy from the get-go with James was just very difficult. Yes. And um, I didn't understand why um, because you know, you watch other people who don't do anything right and it's just smooth sailing and so um, I remember my midwife looked at me at one point she said well God didn't intend for pregnancy and motherhood to just grow us here he intended to grow us here as well and I'm um, so thankful okay. for my Christian midwife and um, things continued to progress and then like I said earlier six weeks Early, I had developed severe conclampsia help syndrome, and if it had been a few more hours, mm-hmm. it could have been, yeah. I was already life or death, but it could yes. have been a lot more serious than it was, yes. and so, um, after all of that happened, um, things happened where I was separated, um, and I was alone by myself, and I just didn't understand why things had to go that way, and then when I came home, I was laying in bed, and I was like, this is not the way it was supposed to be, and it was a dark for um, yeah. even even my Ew. even my faith not from a walk away from the faith standpoint but it's when you ask God those hard questions yes and there's nothing wrong with asking hard questions mm-hmm. it's evidence of our faith not evidence that we don't believe yes because we're willing to take those questions to the Lord mm-hmm. and so um, with that and and our whole like growing our family journey hasn't been easy um, we have three little ones that are in heaven. That we're looking forward to meeting one day. Um, I call them my little unseen, unseen little loves. <laughs> um, but just a lot of questions for the Lord about, you know, the brokenness that we yes. see in the world. And I've had several friends recommend a book to me. James, please stop. I've had several friends recommend a book called um, "Dark Clouds, Deep Mercy," mm-hmm. and it talks a lot about. Talks a lot about the. Um, grace of lament and the place that lament has in the christian life and um after i'd had james i knew things weren't okay so i i went and saw a christian therapist Mm -hmm. um got some fun pushback from that but i just i think it's important that we take care of ourselves holistically and yeah get help when when we need it from whatever resource we need it from and um it's exciting to be able to help other moms that are struggling with various things and um. about probably six weeks after everything went down with James there was a mom and she was like we were all sharing our stories and I told her I said "Yeah, I almost told my story and she goes oh, you're that mom and I was like what and she's like my midwife told me that I needed to prep for a c-section but there was no reason and she goes and stuff was happening and she's like you saved my life and I was like I mean I had no idea who this lady was never and I was just God doesn't always show us that behind the curtain. Yeah. But my midwife, certain things had reminded her. And I was just like, thank you, Lord. that. Well, now you're going to get to see a discipleship moment. Discipleship moment. We have. Come see my mommy. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to get a grip for a minute, okay? Are these French fries? Yeah, do we scream? No. We use a self-controlled voice. Thank you. Yes. Can you sit and rock with mommy. we you read this book. Let's see the elephants. So I think there's the dark moments in our faith.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No. But the hope that we have is placed as we've been studying in Hebrews. The hope that we have is, is, is behind that holy of holies. Our hope is based yeah. in something that's Sweet. not circumstantial. That's right. Our hope is based in the Lord and his promises. And he does not fail us. He will not lie to us. We may not understand everything, but that's because we're human. Yeah. And we're living in a broken world. Yeah. And so, at the end of the day, we can make a conscious choice. Because if we decide things based on our feelings... <laughs> we going to get in trouble. Yeah. Yes. Especially yeah. as moms, we have mm-hmm. a lot of feelings. Littles have a lot yeah. of feelings. They let you know their feelings. And if we just give in to our feelings, we are no better than an infant. No. And so, um, in those dark times, it's important to sometimes just go back to the principles. And that's one of the beautiful things. Like, as I'm teaching my children, God loves you. It is reiterating and washing over my mind. God yes. loves yeah yes.
0: so many things that I even read in my children's Bible with them in the children's quiet times because I start having quiet times with my kids at age three um, they have it on their own before then but not like like where I sit down we're actually starting to say the Bible yeah. inductively it's towards the end of three beginning of four and how much I learn even as I do those simple Bible Tell studies my the first one that I do with my kids is Genesis 1 it's an inductive Bible study of Genesis 1 and it's six months of Going through Genesis one.
1: Wow. And so it's just verse
0: by verse, day by day. But just how many truths I can get from meditating on that one verse with them and going over it and looking at all the different things, you know, with them, you can get
1: And that's the living word of God aspect. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. You can take in the beginning, mm-hmm. God created the earth. Yes. And that for them means God created everything. But we can understand, you know what? In the beginning, God. Mm -hmm. And that means something different to us as an adult. Than it does to them. Than it does to them. Mm -hmm. Because of the level that God is meeting us. And that's that relational component. And I think it's, you know, we need to be very careful not to judge another person's current situation that they're in. And the the phase or the season of life that they're in. Because in college, if I had just... Read two or three Mommy! verses and meditate all the day. Mommy! Probably could have. Mommy! Yes, that's a parrot. And that's a, that's a panda. God made us black and white. God made us colorful. I, I could do more. And, and I could spend more time. And, and that, yeah. that's what needed to happen in that season. Yeah. And, you know, no. six verses, six, 12 verses might be all that you? I really get to meditate Can and I? really dig into mm-hmm. right now. No. But it's a different season. And God will make whichever one He will speak to Mommy. us if we're being obedient and we're yep. listening to Him. That's why I want to give my book. That's <laughs> so for
0: all oh, for all future people that um, I go to their showers for for bridal showers etc they're going to be getting a copy of my book because that that first half of the book is about our relationship Ah! with God and how we're going to end up doing that relationship yeah how we can live that out because before you do have kids you do have more time but even whenever we have kids we really still need to make that time and that's that's my me time everybody wants their me time that's my me time is being able to spend time with God because that's what I need for true peace true relaxation true
1: Fellowship when you're with God. to be refreshed mm-hmm. and have that rest, mommy, like we're mommy. going to find it with the Lord, and He's the only one who's going to be able to give us that rest, yeah. That that we're all looking for as moms, you know. This is the for other moms, for those of mommy, us that are mommy. in, hey, for those of us that are in a season with littles, newborns, mm-hmm. preschoolers. Um, I told somebody the other day, I said, you know, we're slaves to our children. Our schedules are not our own. Our bodies are not our own. Yes. We're up in the middle of the night with teething little ones, with sick little ones. This has been the year of 10,000 years of sickness in one. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, sometimes you just, you have to spend a lot of time caring for someone who is incapable of caring for themselves. But that's also a picture of how the Lord cares for cares us. us. We are yes. incapable of taking care of yes. ourselves.
0: <laughs> and it is such an important thing. So many people feel like all they're doing is taking care of their kids, but it's such an important ministry. I wish I would have realized it when my little my oldest ones were little. Just how important it is because we are raising these people and it is a ministry that we've been given. And it's not it's like when people say, I can just pray for you. But there's no such thing so as just praying. There's so much power behind it. Just like raising our kids, there's such a purpose behind it. So whenever you are in those early days where they're really young and you're so involved, so hands-on, Hippo. we can spend all that time that we're hands-on. We can be talking to them about God. We can be pouring into them in that way.
1: Hippo, penguin. And I get to demonstrate sometimes mercy mm-hmm. with discipline. Like, no. God does they really deserve something, and then a turtle. And I get to model the relationship that the lord has with us i get to model that for my kids as i'm submitting to the lord and turtle and it 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 goes back to that how we're viewing our circumstances if we're thinking about it selfishly from a human perspective it's kind of sucky Mm -hmm. right like you don't get to do anything that you want to do you don't even get to go to the bathroom by yourself Uh, (laughs) Um, so true uh, but it's been years since that's happened <laughs> <laughs> right like what does that even look like i've anymore? had little people for 24 years now so you yeah. fix your plate and your plate suddenly is their plate and you're like why did i even bother making like, making them a plate Hop, hop, and flowers and so that but i get to show kid, like god loved us when we were unlovable and when my kids are throwing a fit or they have a discipline issue that comes up they're kind of you know their behavior is unlovable in that moment mm-hmm but i get to choose to love them mm-hmm. see them for who they can be and help them understand that what they're doing right then is not in surrender to the lord and that yeah. they need, and, but it's cuz it's not about my comfort mm-hmm. or my preferences and it's i mean it's, it's a whole sanctification mommy mommy it's a cheetah process cheetah as a parent and a zebra spots, lots
0: of animals that got made and spots all right ma, well ma, um ma, i think ma, ma, ma. We'll probably stop there Parker. since I'm low Parker. in memory. So thank Parker. you very much, Rebecca. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm going to pause and say that again because we're probably going to take that part out again. So Bye. thank you, Rebecca, so much for doing this with me. I no, appreciate no, no. it. You're welcome.
1: You enjoyed
0: it. Hi, my name is Renee Christensen, and I am so excited to tell you about my new book, Training Them Wisely, Discipling Kids. Kids are not being exposed to a biblical worldview through school, friends, YouTube, social media, etc. Biblical literacy is critical. We as parents and as a church must help this next generation stand strong in a world that is increasingly hostile to Christianity. In training them wisely, discipling kids, we will address challenges faced when trying to spend time in scripture and prayer. This book will help you grow in your relationship with God and other believers. Practically and lovingly disciple kids, equip kids to have a firm biblical foundation and know God, Understand common questions kids have today. Using the Bible as a basis, I explain how you can grow in your relationship with God, be discipled, and disciple your kids. This book is not about a program, but rather about our relationship with God plus intentional, loving, Christ-centered relationships with others. You can find it on Amazon. pray that it is a blessing to you and that you're able to pour into kids' lives that are around you because of what you learn in this book.